Happy? Good! With Chris Locke. Hello everyone and welcome to Happy Good with me, your host, Chris Locke. Guess what? It's episode 61. That's pretty good, right? So, that is good. I mean, 61 is a momentous occasion. Uh, you know, there are 61 days in a month, uh, 61 hours in a day. There you go. I'm pretty sure I got that right. Um, there's two things, two factors to this episode. I'm at a cottage right now with a bunch of family, because I guess I waited to the last minute and didn't do this uh, when I had some alone time, so I'm being a little quiet. Second thing, my contraption that I usually record into is not working up here, so I'm doing it right into my phone. But also, that's what's so special about episode 61. But also, that is how dedicated I am to making a weekly happy good. You know, if I don't make an episode, then for a week, something's really wrong. Like, a bear ate my arm off. Or um, a bear ate my leg off. Or, let's be honest, a bear ate my head off, right off and then blood spurted everywhere and then the bear itself was like ew I didn't mean to do that um bears they understand a few things they understand that salmon tastes good especially fresh when it's right out of the river and they understand that uh blood spurting out of a person's body head has just been chomped off is not appealing you know not, not, not fun to look at. Kind of like a red blood fountain. This is not relaxing, you guys, is it? But you know what? The absurdity of uh, death itself, I mean, being killed by a bear is... Ultimately, uh, I don't know where, what school you guys come from, but it is kind of relaxing to me. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I have this old joke where if a bear does finally kill me in the middle of the woods... I'd be like, finally, a reason for this anxiety. Maybe I said that in a different podcast episode recently, but... Stand up his back, so I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Anyways, I hope you guys are feeling really good. You deserve to feel good, happy, relaxed, chilled out, mellow, Mellotron 3000. Um... You know, taking chill pills. Do you guys take chill pills? I take about five. I take about like five milligrams of chill per each. I take chill edibles, to be honest. I take uh, five milligrams of a special chill strain and mango flavored gummy and uh, just chill, chill out like crazy. Have a little sip of. Uh, Chill juice, too. Maybe a few. I have a few cups of chill juice. And, uh, take a chill edible. So, I don't know what everyone's talking about. Take a chill pill. It's like, well, there's all kinds of options, too. I could roll up some crushed chill into rolling papers and smoke it. There's all kinds of ways to 
and just chill. And, uh, yeah, that's what we'll do this episode. Episode 61 is called Ingesting the Chill. So, you know, chill pills are old school. People did pills in, like, the 80s and stuff. 90s, I think. 90s had the, uh, what was Jessie um, from uh, Saved by the Bell? Speed? She took some uppers, took some kind of pill, put a lot of pressure on herself to get perfect grades in school and took a lot of pills and freaked out and was like, you don't understand, Screech, I love you. Or whatever. I don't think that happened. Maybe. But I don't know if it's about falling in love with Screech. I, I don't think there's a lot of episodes where Screech got love. I'm not sure. He was kind of like, you know, I hope the guy, he, he's a good guy, whatever. Hope he wasn't, hope he had a good life. Um, I think he got arrested right now or something. Stabbing somebody, but making other people screech. And that's what happened. After Saved by the Bell was cancelled, I think Screech went around being like, I'm gonna make other people the screech now. Oh yes, they call him the screech. Um, yeah, Jesse went wigged out, right? And, uh, freaked out. I think Zach tried to help her. Zach's always in the middle of everything, eh? He's never on the sidelines, really. Zach is kind of... His whole friend's lives orbit around him like he is the sun. And, uh... You know, it's up to Zach to make sure everybody sort of stays in line, stays focused. Slater, Kelly, Screech, Principal Beldy, Mr. Beldy. Who else? Can't remember. Lisa. Oh yeah! Oh, Screech liked Lisa. Um, did they kiss? I don't know. Did Lisa like Screech? Probably not. They, they were rough on him. Screech is a hundred percent a product of the 80s. Um, it was kind of like this archetype in, in the 80s stories where it was like, you need kind of like a bozo freak like this to uh, maintain peace in your camp because they uh, diffuse tensions by being uh, a fool, a goof, you know? But they took the fool and uh, goof archetype to the max and then you got these weird like Lego maniac style 80s characters that were like boing and bright Hawaiian shirts and and shades, and they'd be like, cool out, dude. And, uh, you know, a bully, a big bully jock would grab them by the collar and lift them up high and slam them against the locker and go, are you making fun of me, dude? And then the fool archetype would go, uh, ch chill out, you you can't be serious about being mad at me. I'm a fool. I'm here to defuse tension. And, uh... And make you realize that, uh... At the end of the day, life is just absurd. So why take it too so seriously, you know? And then the jock would kind of be confused, but kind of get it and go, Get out of here. And then the hero, like Zack, the son that all the other planets orbit around would walk up and be like 
leave him alone. I don't know. I don't remember Saved by the Bell that well. Alright. But anyways, this is my slow burn way of saying nice to see ya. Nice to hear from you again. Thanks for checking in to Happy Good. I am talking a bit subdued because, like I said, I'm at a family cottage. Um, and as you know on Happy Good, I get loose, I act silly, I sing songs, I make sound effects, I go boing to the max, I say all kinds of nonsense. But I don't know how close everybody is. I think everybody kind of just made a tuna sandwich and went out down by the dock. But, uh, yeah. They could be close by and they could be judging me and be like, eh, Christopher grew up to be weird, that's for sure. Not the same as us. So let's do some breathing in exercises and just get even extra super duper loose. Don't worry about the slight tension on my side. My whole thing is to be devoted to you. Make sure another happy good episode gets out there. And we have some laughs, we relax and have some fun. I am the fool archetype, don't you understand? I am the goof. I am the screech of this giant Saved by the Bell universe that is here to diffuse the tensions as I so expertly said and make you feel like, oh yeah, ha ha ha, at the end of the day, what's the point? Life is just a silly fun game. It's a joke. And we're here to have fun at the end of the day. It's not an alpha dog killer be killed world completely. There's room for all of us, and we're all silly billies, you know, at the end of the day. Look in the mirror. Yeah, you see it. You're a silly billy. Alright. So let's do some deep breathing exercises. Let's, uh, what I do is deep inhale through the nose, then hold it, try to stretch out the lungs as maximum as possible. You know what I'm saying? And then breathe out. Get rid of all the stress, anxiety, nonsense, pain, terror, 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 horror, horror, horror. Massive freakouts, massive freakouts, massive freakouts. You know what I'm talking about. Anxiety. Oh, I need to take my meds for my all of these issues. Yeah, yeah, we know. So do we. We all do. Or I have a little cup of chill, or I smoke a little chill, or I Netflix and I I feel like uh people have actually forgotten what Netflix and chill originally was about. It wasn't about actually chilling. It was about, do you want to come over and watch Netflix and chill? And chill meant, you know, get down, make out, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then where does making out lead to? Yeah, you get it. But now these big brand companies are like, instead of uh, Netflix and chill, why don't we, uh, you know, have a... Taco Bell delivery from DoorDash and chill. And they don't really get what the and chill part was about. Or maybe they do. But then how do you do that after a bunch of Taco Bell? Whatever. I just made that up. They don't even... That's not even... You know? A thing. So here we go. We're going to do some deep breaths. Inhale, exhale. 
I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I hope this rambling has at least, you know, made some of the tension dissolve so far. We're gonna get, we're gonna go somewhere with this. Uh, I swear. So when I count down from three, do a deep inhale, hold it, stretch out your lungs, and then exhale. We'll do that three times, and then we will all be on the same page of relaxation, rock in the nation. Okay, ready? So here we go. Three, two, one. Deep inhale through the nose. And exhale. And here we go again. Another deep inhale through the nose. Hold it, stretch it out, exhale. Right, 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 you feel it? Okay, one more, last one, deep inhale through the nose, here we go. Hold, and exhale. You know, it just popped into my head. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide? No, this is the reality. Yeah, you can sing it at home if you want. But, uh, that's pretty good. I think, uh, we are free right now. We are loose, right? Lucy Goosey, Relaxation, Rock of the Nation, and um, just picture, hey, I'm at the cottage, why don't we go cottagey, and a lot of other people, I get corrected this all the time, cottage is maybe an Ontario thing for the most part, I'm an Ontario boy, born and raised, Ontario is in my blood, 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 blood. But the thing is, is people call it camp. They're like, we're going up to the family camp. And, you know, a lot of people are in the city and they can't get away that, uh, at the moment. Don't worry about it, you know, just close your eyes. That's what this podcast is for. I'm really lucky to get away this weekend. I've only got two days and then i got to go back to the city and do a whole bunch of stuff. So I know what it's like. It is kind of tough. And, uh... People that do get to have a little getaway, especially during everything we just went through. You know, lucky. Really lucky. Lucked up. So remember that. Be grateful for that. But if you're stuck in the city right now, just close your eyes wherever you are. Even if you're driving, just close your eyes and take your hand off the steering wheel and see where you go. <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. Okay. But cottages are out there. What do they got? They got the classic dock, right? Classic dock jutting out into the nice lake. And especially in the morning, you got the nice placid still lake, calm like glass. 
Everything's quiet. I don't know if you guys can hear now, but there's like an actual motorboat going by on the, on the lake. You can kind of hear that a little bit. And, you know, you go down there and you sit down and, you know, you don't need anything. I mean, you know, last night my wife and I went down to the lake pretty late, everybody was still asleep, and, uh, we had a bunch of gin and sodas, we had a weed gummy type of thing, a chill gummy, I should say, and she likes to have a casual ciggy every now and then, so she had a casual ciggy, and the two of us sat there and just looked at, you know? A beautiful quiet it was so quiet but you know what's funny is when it's that quiet and dark we didn't even bring a cell phone with a flashlight no flashlight nothing so we walked down to the dock in the dark and of course every tree stump uh, looks like the grim reaper staring at you wanting to slice you with its sith or whatever it's called what are they called sith and um but you have to just like just chuckle it off. Be like, ha ha ha. All these great stories, like fairy tales and, you know, sto stories of take heed, be forewarned, and kind of ghost stories and stuff. They were created in such a better time than what we have now in regards to attention to detail. Because, of course, we're on social media all the time, da da da, da phones, ding-dong, everything. But, like, imagine... So, I'll tell you guys a story. This is kind of a distracted one, but I'm just going to chat with you guys. This, this episode is basically Happy Good Episode 61, Cottage Distraction. Because, really, that is what's happening. I mean, you guys, like, don't know, but... My mom just came in the room and went, I forgot my book. The book I like to read down by the, the dock. I forgot my book. And I'm like, I'm trying to do happy good, you know what I mean? And so this episode is called The Cottage Distraction. The Cottage Distraction. The Cottage Distraction. The Cottage Distraction. So, what I'm saying is, um, what was I saying? Yeah, he said, oh yeah. So like, see? I'm 100% distracted. And more than usual, as you guys know, for my listeners, you're like, yeah, yeah, you go all over the place all the time. But this time it's like, where the hell am I? <laughs> so, I, okay, this is a story that I want to just tell you guys as real, Chris, no jokey guy, just straight up. This is totally true. Um, my wife and I saw this, like, horror movie. Oh, my God, I wish I could remember the name. But it was curated at the Tiff Bell Lightbox here thing in Toronto, or in Toronto, which is, like, if you international listener, Tiff is the Toronto International Film Festival. They have their own building, basically. It's a theater called the Lightbox Theater downtown on King Street by, uh, John, I believe. 
and uh, Richmond in between those two streets, I think. Um, but yeah, it's off of, you enter off of King, and it's a huge, like, huge films have their premieres there. We went to this movie, and it was a horror movie curated by Guillermo del Toro, who, coincidentally enough, I actually got to meet on set of his show, The Strain. Um, I got, I played a, a dumb idiot who got killed on an episode of The Strain, which I think ultimately got cut out of the episode because I can't find it. But whatever, I still got listed in the credits, so that's cool. But it was a really fun scene, and I was getting killed, and I was screaming my head off. This monster was killing me. And Guillermo del Toro comes up to me after, and I get to shake his hand, and he says, You die nice. And, I, you know, I take that compliment. It's not really about my acting, but it's about acting like I'm getting killed. I did it. I did a good job. So I was happy about that. I hope just listening to me ramble on straight up this episode is relaxing enough for you. But so anyways, before that, uh, a couple years before that, my wife and I saw a movie, like I said, at the Tiff Bell White Box, curated by Guillermo del Toro. And he... The, the horror movie, I, I will try and remember the name and tweet about it or something. But the horror movie is like... Yeah, it mostly takes place in the woods and in the castle, and there's a ghost that haunts the castle. But it's a modern movie, but it's got a real nice gothic horror to it. Like, it's... It feels like a modern version of kind of like a hammer horror type movie, which I love. I love all that ancient stuff. Uh, classic stuff. So, it's not ancient, it's just classic. But, uh, I like the goth, I like gothic horror the best, I think. You know? And, uh, he said, Guillermo del Toro said to us, and he's totally right, he said, you have to remember that a lot of the horror from this movie comes from the fact that the time that it's representing, um, you would have these people walking, they would have to walk through the woods at night from castle to castle or from from village to castle or village to village or something through the woods and all you had was the light of the moon some stars and basically like the of like an owl would make you like s-h-i-t or p-a-n-t-s's you know what i mean that's how i'd say it around my kids but yeah it would just make you freak the heck out and, uh, and you know, the twitch of a, the, the snap of a twig, right? You'd just be like, did the devil's goat hooves just snap that twig? Cause you had nothing, you just had nature and you were still like an animal with your basic, uh, instinct. Like, uh, lurking through the woods, be like, oh gosh, I hope I make it. Dear Lord, praying to the gods. Dear Lord, pr- please save me. Please give me safe passage to my uncle's castle. He's got a book I want to read by Candlelight or whatever. So, my point is, is our imaginations were way better back then. All the good stuff, all the good stories come from back then because in the dark, when you didn't have flashlights, you didn't have cell phones, whatever. Um, 
things just became things in the dark, and then your mind did the... And that happened to us last night. We went down to the dock, it was pitch black, and there was this giant stumpy thing that was about six feet tall. I think they cut the top of a tree off, and it's just this tall stump down by the dock. But for some reason, you know, I'm on chilled edibles, drinking glasses of chill all night. It was really good, though. I felt like I was in a really nice mood, nice place. But I, I looked at it quite hard for, like, half a minute. Like, I don't remember that there. Am I looking? Because it was so dark, it just looked like the outline of, like, a cloaked demon person just staring at me. So I was, like, looking really hardly at it. Like, you know, is this? Do I forget that this was here during the day and was this always here? And kind of also freaked me out, but it kind of also gave me a chuckle because it was like, oh yeah, you're, I forgot, your brains really do just kind of create stuff, you know, rando stuff, when you don't have all the uh, blinking lights of the city and all this distraction. And I really liked it. You know, because like, the devil is like a freaking goat man. And it's hot in hell. And it's like, if you think about thousands of years ago when they were making up this story, it was the freaking desert and shepherds had all these goats. So of course they were like sitting around a fire in the middle of the night and someone was like, do, 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 do you know what the, the, the devil looks like even? And then, you know, another shepherd, older shepherd, kind of looks around, sees a goat's reflection, or like silhouette in the fire, a fire just illuminating the top of the goat's head, you know. And the shepherd's like, yeah, the devil looks like, um, it's got uh, goat horns. Yeah, 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 goat horns. And, uh, goat hooves for feet. And, you know, there's a goat standing there by the fire listening to this, like, oh, really? And, uh, these are bad things? <laughs> and, um, the other guy's like, Whoa, wow, that's creepy, like a man that's kind of like a goat, too. And he's like, yeah, 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 totally, totally. And then the other guy goes, and, and what's hell like? Do you know what's hell like? And the guy goes, oh, easy. And then he just looks right into the fire that they're having that's keeping them warm in the middle of the desert night. And he goes, fire, actually. The hell is like fire. There's fire everywhere, and this goat man devil uh, makes you go in the fire and just freaking burn and suck, really. And the guy's like, the devil burns me because I was bad? And he's like, yep. And the guy goes, but didn't the devil want me to be bad in the first place? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, the devil like, wants you to be bad. They try to get you to be bad. So then why is he punishing me? Why is he burning me? I don't know. Just go to bed. Pass me some of that Baba Ganoush. Um, I think I think Baba Ganesh is a Middle Eastern delicacy, right? I love all that stuff. See, it always comes back to food. No matter what I'm talking about, 
I'm hungry. One time I was doing, um, we were in class, grade 11 English here in Ontario. So, it's called 11th grade. No, it's called something else in the U.S., like sophomore or something. I don't freaking know why you guys call all that stuff. But anyways, we're learning about Macbeth. Speaking of devils, we got witches, we got murderers. This is a real haunted cottagette. And um, I loved Macbeth. I really, really loved learning about that play. And I was way into it. And we had a really nice teacher. And she was really into talking to... Uh, like, I think it was like... Especially this was like Lady Macbeth's guilt. And she had blood all over her hands. She can't wash them off. And she's kind of going crazy, you know. Which leads to her demise. But in the middle of this great class where we're learning about Lady Macbeth freaking out and all this dark stuff of Macbeth, my friend, in the middle, like the back of the class, just yells out, I'm hungry. And we laughed so hard. It was literally the funniest thing you could ever imagine. I'm hungry. And with that, I don't know. This was a different kind of episode. This was a rambler. I kept it pretty real. I just told you some real stories, memories about me, and some real vibes and feelings. But you know what? Drew's music is always so beautiful and soothing. I hope it helped you relax. Relax. I hope I inspired you to remember some funny memories from your own life. And I hope you just feel chilled and relaxed just from hanging out with me for a bit even. You know? I mean, that can be the case sometimes too, right? It does not always have to be ultra, super, mega creative, right? Anyways, it was really nice hanging out. This episode is definitely called Cottage Distraction. It was a, a bit tough to record, but, uh, you know, there you go. Follow us at Happy Good World on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm at Chris Lock World on Twitter, at Chris Lock Fun on Instagram. Uh, I got a Patreon slash Happy Good World if you want to flip me some bones to help me survive as, a, as, a, as an artist, a comedian. And also, my friends Mike Belazzo, James Hartnett, and I have a brand new podcast that's, speaking of scary stuff, it's called Evil Men. And it's burning up the charts right now. People are giving us uh, a lot of great positive feedback. So check out Evil Men. It's really fun. We talk about, like, scary, evil guys, either, like, real in history or made-up characters throughout history. And really, it's an excuse for old comedy friends to riff together and laugh. And uh, we got a, a new episode coming out this week with a special guest, a celebrity guest. So you'll see. Check that out. But uh, nice chatting with you guys. Now go outside. Touch a tree, look up in the sky, say thank you for everything, thank the universe for the magic, and stay free, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, thanks again. Bye.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. <laughs>